Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Can your savings weather an economic storm? There are very few physical assets you can invest in that are proven to stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. And Birch Gold lets you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. That doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Over this conversation with uh, Mark Anthony, you can find out more about him if you go to coasttocoastam.com. But he's been on coast so much, people already know about him a ton. But Oxford-educated, a former practicing attorney, although he still dabbles. Uh, and uh, most of the time he spends in researching things like the afterlife and, in particular, scientific reasons for thinking that we do have an afterlife, which is totally cool. You can find out more about his books, too, on his page, which you can link up to at coasttocoastam.com. So, Mark, yes. I, I'm gonna, I want to put a pin in everything we've talked about up until now, except for one thing. When I was in college, I had a, a physics professor. I think I got a D. But I had a physics professor who I loved, and he was from Korea. He was very well known for having written the first Encyclopedia Britannica section on holograms. So he was his life was light and waves and you know many of the things which you talked about last hour. And he used to say this thing: 
in a very thick Korean accent. I'm not saying it to mock him. This is not, there's no ethnocentrism in this. It's just the way he talked. And it was so funny because it stuck in my head the way he spoke, which is he would say, everything is a wave. He said, you, you a wave, I'm a wave, everything a wave. And and I that was the be- best explanation I've ever gotten, that everything is a wave because of quantum physics and because of the the energy forces that we can't see, uh, we take it for granted, but that everything is a wave. The, this table wave, you a wave, your call wave, everything a wave. So um, I, I've always loved that about it, and I love that way of thinking about it. Now I come to this, the, the story of the Vietnam red light demons. And I say Vietnam, meaning that that was the first recorded instance of it. And what some soldiers testified to later on and maintained that they saw and they experienced. I'd, I'd like it if you would, if you could, because I didn't get this information originally. You got it before I did, because... Dave Schrader told me, uh, was telling me that, that you were willing to take a look at it, about the red light demons of Vietnam. I, explain this phenomenon. This is a really fascinating chapter in paranormal research and observations. And this whole, whole episode took place in roughly 60 days. It appears this could have been around 1965, based on everything I've been putting together. So what happened was, during the Vietnam War, the U.S. Army patented and used a new night vision goggle, which were red, red night vision goggles. Uh, Currently, and since this time, uh, we're only using green night vision goggles. And the theory was that the red night vision goggles maintained the um, eye's daylight sensitivity, so it was easier for the human eye to switch from daytime to night vision because red light doesn't force the eye to adapt to low light conditions. Also, because the red light stimulates the brain's neurons, increases reflex time and spatial awareness. So on paper, this sounded great, Ian, but what happened was another matter entirely. So these new goggles were issued mainly to airborne troops. However, it's notable that the officers and the pilots of helicopters were ordered not to wear them. So at first, the goggles were a real hit with the troops, but then about a week later, with the, uh, everyone using the red night vision goggles, their behavior started changing uh, the men started acting strangely. They, they started talking about things that nobody else could see. And they were fixated, and this is real important, they were fixated on staring at treetops. Then they started having discipline problems and actually began fighting among themselves. But then came the pivotal incident. A helicopter squadron was on routine patrol over a relatively peaceful area, so there was no combat. Several helicopters were flying together in formation. Now remember, the pilots and the officers were under strict orders not to wear the red night vision goggles. Other troops on board wore them, and in one helicopter, this gunner on the starboard, the right side, who was manning a 50 caliber machine gun, suddenly opened fire without being ordered to do so. The thing is, he wasn't firing at anything on the ground. He was firing at, at something at their same altitude, although other than 
the squadron's fellow helicopters, there was nothing else in the sky at their attitude. The other choppers, choppers started engaging in invasive maneuvers because all of a sudden a 50 caliber machine gun's firing out of this one. The officer on board ordered the gunner to cease fire. The gunner cried out he was shooting at demons. He kept screaming, demons. He said, they're horrible. They have horns, and they're flying toward the chopper, and they're coming for him. So the officer ordered the gunner to remove the red night vision goggles. He saw the gunner as a young guy who was sweating profusely. His eyes were dilated. So the officer was thinking, all right, he's probably under the influence of heroin. He's hallucinating. Right. Yeah. And, but then the officer um, tried the night, red night vision goggles, and immediately he said, oh, I'll, I'll leave out the expletive. Um, he saw several grotesque winged humanoid creatures flying up from the treetops below toward the helicopter. Somehow, the creatures knew he could see them because they pointed at him, gestured at him, and flew right at him, immediately pulled off the goggles, and the creatures vanished. Or did they? Here's the thing, Ian. According to legend, according to the, the stories that have come out of this, this wasn't an isolated incident. For weeks, reports kept coming in about flying monsters spotted by soldiers who wore the red night vision goggles. Even though officers were under orders not to wear them, some did, and described seeing what they described as gargoyles or demons. But then when they took off the red night vision goggles, they saw nothing. However, anyone who wore them said the creatures immediately could see them. In other words, the, the creatures knew the soldiers could see them, which prompted them to come at them. Use of the red vision, right, excuse me, use of the red night vision goggles, Ian, was abruptly canceled after 60 days. The military confiscated all of them. However, in the wake of this, anyone who wore those goggles, they were mentally unstable for months after the experience. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Can your savings weather an economic storm? Think about what you've put away for the future. Inflation can render cash worthless. Real estate can crash like in 2008. Economies built on a mountain of debt can fall like a house of cards. And there are very few physical assets you can invest in that can stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. It's why people are flocking to it now and why Birch Gold is busier than ever. Through a little-known tax loophole... Birch Gold can let you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. And the best part, it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket to make that change. To learn more, text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Let me ask you this again. Can your IRA or 401k weather an economic storm? If not, call the people I trust, Birch Gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today so the you mentioned diocene die yes last hour that that's yes. what the that's actually what they covered they colored the lenses with that is correct uh which i thought was interesting that that this particular dye which gave this red tint to the glasses provided some benefit but overall on the main Whereas, as you said, was true that it by using the red tinted glass for the night vision, it was an easier adjustment between daytime and nighttime vision that there were greater benefits to the green overall over time. Do you know what those were? Yes. Well, there's advantages to both of them because the red makes it easier on the eye to sh- uh, to shift from daytime to night vision. But green, um, well, the human eye sees green better than any other color because it's the most sensitive to green light. And the theory behind this is it's due to evolution. Well, think about it. Early humans needed to see well in forests and plains for gathering food, right. hunting, but also to identify predators. You know, uh, oh, look, there was a jaguar hiding in the grass. Green light, from a practical standpoint, also minimizes energy consumption on LED screens and light-intensifying uh, devices. So green, you can see more detail. In fact, the human eye can see something like a million shades of green more than any other color. But the red um, was, was a test because it's best for preserving night vision. Uh, it's a bit harder to make out fine details in the night, but it doesn't force the eye to, to adapt to low-light conditions. But there's another factor with it, red and infrared. Now, this is the important point. When you said, and you nailed it, Ian, with the waves, everything's a wave. Okay, so when we look at the rainbow, ultraviolet has has um, the shortest wavelength, which is the most energy. Red light on the other end of the spectrum has the lowest wavelength. And then even lower than that is, is infrared, which literally means before red. And infrared is not visible to the human eye. Light is a form of electromagnetic energy. There's many forms of electromagnetic energy on the EM spectrum. Um, Microwaves, x-rays, gamma rays, ultraviolet, infrared. Um, And so so think of the infrared, or excuse me, the uh, electromagnetic spectrum as as a yardstick, or for our friends overseas, a meter stick. 
and what we can see on it, visible white light would be roughly half an inch, maybe a centimeter, if that, on that, on that measuring uh, stick. So what that means is the vast majority of the electromagnetic spectrum is beyond what we're able to see with the human eye. And so these red night vision goggles not only enabled the soldiers to see in the red light spectrum, but also into the infrared spectrum, which is beyond the human eye's ability to perceive. And, and so this is what's known, these were what's known as image-enhancing um, night vision devices. And what uh, the red night vision goggles do, or in the green do too, but what they do is they take in um, the photons, which are the particles of light, and then they um, convert them into electrons, and then the electrons are shot into an image intensifier tube, which amplifies them and converts them into signals from the electrons into something that we can see with the human eye. So okay. there's this you know, complicated process, but it all happens at, essentially at the speed of light. Then, according to the legend, they confiscated those particular night vision glasses... Uh, that were treated with the diocene dye that had this infrared possibilities, and they the ones that were able to see demons. What, according to the story, happened to the people? You mentioned that they had mental issues and stuff, but but shouldn't there be massive research today? Shouldn't you? Shouldn't we be selling? these red night vision glasses so that people can go outside and see the demons that are outside of their home, if, if that's happening? Well, I've been um, researching this for some time, and I can't find any of the Vietnam-era red night vision goggles available. And I read, I actually got hold of um, a U.S. Army, um, it's now unclassified, it was a, a uh, report on the use of night vision devices by U.S. Army units in Vietnam. And I went through every single, you know, being the lawyer, I went through the entire document and looked for everything. And all it said, it, it didn't mention any red night vision goggles, but it did mention a number with defective parts that had to be basically uh, taken, taken back. And, I, you know, and I'm not saying that, that that is uh, military code speak for oh gosh we have something right. that's a problem <laughs> you know Houston we have a problem but um, certainly it sent uh, sent my spidey sense tingling okay but that's that's exactly what I'm getting at too when we go back to intuition and then we talk about the ability to sense auras. That this would, if this were, as we discussed, if the paranormal really just lesser understood normal circumstances, then we should be able to just make them. We don't need, there was, they weren't magic. It wasn't like somebody waved a wand over them. If, 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 even if it's just a matter of taking the army's uh, currently available military surplus green, um, nighttime vision goggles taking out those lenses and putting in red ones we should be able to replicate those 
red goggles, right? One would think so. Um, and, you know, because when, when Kilner, uh, when the scientist uh, Walter Kilner was making his aura goggles back in the early uh, 20th century, back in the 1920s, that's exactly what he was using. He was doing the dicyanin dye, dye, dye um, putting it between uh, two, two photographic plates. Right. He, what it was first used for, Ian, was stellar photography, because, because the uh, dicyanin dye increased the sensitivity excuse me, the sensitivity to light beyond the visible spectrum. And think about it, you know, the early 20th century, we had these massive telescopes, now they're being able to photograph them, and then they realized that, well, we have to see beyond visible light, and they're using uh, these red screens, and wow, we're seeing more than that. But then Kilner um, started saying that, you know, you can see auras with them, which is, is just a whole other discussion. Um, and, um, I, you know, I've talked to Dave Schrader and to um, um, other, other of my friends who are in the paranormal investigation field, and everybody wants to get a hand, their hands on these Vietnam-era goggles. I think the answer to your question is it's the process of how the dicyanin dye is actually applied. I think just painting... A, a lens red with that dye. I don't know if that's enough. I think there may be a process because everything I read is it is put between two pieces of glass. Um, so, so there is a lot more to this than just looking at red lights. But here's an interesting thing. So, so the military confiscates the red night vision goggles, replaces them with green, and then reports of UFOs has gone off the scale by military personnel using green night vision goggles. And even though they're not using red goggles, they're using green goggles, there's actually a tour company in Sedona, Arizona, that takes people out into the desert and lets them wear green night vision goggles to see if they can find UFOs. So the answer to your question is, yes, we're doing this. It's just not happening with red night vision goggles um, that, that see gargoyle-type entities. It is using green, which is a whole different wavelength, which may enable people to more easily see UFOs or UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, uh, through the green light spectrum. Okay. But my intuition... My hunch is that if everything about this legend were true, then we would have we would be able to recreate those goggles again. That there was nothing special about them in the sense that they weren't, you know, they weren't pulled from a stone. They they weren't sprinkled with pixie dust. That if it's scientific, that we should be able to. And, and if it's really true that, that we can see demons in the infrared, um, then we should be able to, anytime we're in the infrared, be able to see them. Anytime we're using some sort of, because there are other ways to see infrared, to look through into that or through an infrared lens without using night vision glasses. That's not the only way to do it. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. 
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.